This podcast was brought to you by Pastor Brian Calstrip and Fellowship Church. For more information, visit thefellowship.church. You guys ready to get into God's Word today? Okay, let's move on. I got a microphone that works. God's good. Amen. How many of you guys got your notes? You guys get a piece of paper? Oh, come on, come on, come on. All right. Well, let's pray and we'll get started. Amen. Father, we just come before you today. We thank you, Father God, for your word to us. Lord, we, we are expecting you to speak. We're expecting your Holy Spirit to speak into our lives. Help us to see what it is that we need to see. Uh, give us guidance. Give us direction. And uh, we just thank you, Father, for what it is that you're going to do in our hearts and our lives today. In Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Well, hey, last week we started talking about victory, and I want to continue in uh, talking about victory. Last week we talked about that God wants, and actually God is leading you in victory. The question is, is are you following in victory? One of the scriptures that we looked at last week, just in review, was 2 Corinthians 2.14, but thanks be unto God who always leads us in victory, wherever we go. So the question today is, is are you following him in victory in your life? And I want to continue talking about victory because the Bible has a lot to say about it. And I believe that as a believer, God sent his son so that you and I would walk and live in victory. Amen. And so today, uh, the scripture, the real key scripture today is found in 1 John 5. So if you want to turn there in your Bible, 1 John 1, 5 says, for everyone that is born of God is victorious victorious and overcomes the world. You know, this word overcoming means to conquer, to prevail, to overpower, you know? And so today my question to you is, is are you conquering? Are you overcoming? Are you prevailing? Or are you sitting there thinking to yourself quietly, I don't know that I've had, I've had much overcoming in my life. I don't know that I could really honestly say that I'm prevailing. Uh, you know, you might be sitting there thinking that and that's okay. You know, because we, we live in this world where we, we are faced with adversity. We're faced with adversity in our jobs, in our businesses. Uh, we're faced with challenges. How many of you guys had a challenge this week? Anybody in here have a challenge? Yeah, we, we live in this world where there's challenges that come to us in our marriage. You know, last week I made some comments and I mean, the first couple of days of the week was rough. I mean, I had to, I had to work and repent and get my way back into good standing with my wife because of some of the things that I said, right? That was on me. So, you know, we have these challenges in life and in marriage with, with sometimes with money. Have you, how many of you guys, you know, I have a discover card and I, I joke with my wife, well, we're going to discover what the, what the total is this month. Anybody ever, anybody say that? We're going to discover how much we charge. You guys are looking at me like, you need to be in Financial Peace University. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) So whether it's money, marriage, kids, maybe your kids are just like, you know, off the rails and you're just like at your wits end, you have those challenges. I think sometimes we we live in this world where it's an anti-God world. So we come against we come against people and come into contact with people that are against God. They don't want to have anything to do with God. In fact, they're against you. You know, and and so uh, you know we we have godless people. We live in this godless world, and so there's this 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 world that we live in 
that what, for, what we're reading here in 1 John is, is that we as a believer are empowered to overcome that world. Yes, we have these things. Jesus said we'd, we, we would face these things, but, but he's telling us that we have the, the power and the ability to overcome. We have the ability to prevail. We have the ability to conquer in our lives. No matter what's happening, no matter what you're going through today, you need to understand that you have been given what you need to overcome and live a life of victory. And so I, I think the problem though is, is that sometimes you know, we, we accept what it is that's happened as, well, it's just, this is just the way it's gonna be. You know, if it's maybe somebody that hurt you, maybe something that was said, bitterness, you know, something that you went through, we have this propensity to say, well, it just is the way that it is and nothing will ever change. How many of you guys have ever said that? I, I've said it, I've said, well, that's not gonna change. You know, well, I'm here today to tell you that that's, that's, that's not what the word of God says. That's not what we need to do if we want to overcome and live in victory and prevail in life. How many of you guys have ever been asked, how are you doing? You know, and, and we've all been asked, how are you doing? Well, under the circumstances, you know, and we, we go down that, that road in our talk and in our speech and what it is that we're saying where we're not prevailing, we're not conquering, we're not living a life of victory and, and our words are an indication of that. And so we're, we're gonna fix that today. And, and, uh, but I, want you, I, wanna also, I also want you to know that I, I'm not minimizing challenges and difficulties. I don't, I don't want you to think, well, what about this that happened to me? I, I don't want to do that because I think that the, all of us in here have been, have gone through places of, and times and seasons of life where maybe uh, we were betrayed. Uh, maybe you were hurt by somebody. Maybe you, were, you, you went through a season of life where you were abused, whether it was sexually or physically or, or verbally or, you know, all of those things. And, and I don't want to minimize that. But I, my, my point is, is that although we have these challenges in life, God's given us everything that we need to overcome those things. That, that pain, that discomfort, that hurt, that anxiety, that bitterness, whatever it is that's in your life, God has given you the tools to overcome it. You don't have to stay in this place where, well, that's just what happened and that's just the way that it'll be. That's not what the word of God tells us. And so, you know, although you may have gone through that, I'm, I'm here today to tell you that, that there's, there is a God in heaven that loves you. He cares about you. He wants to see you see better days. We actually sang about that this morning, that he wants you to move from that place where maybe you're, you know, this, 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 that circumstance or that pain that is weighing down on you day after day after day that you think that you have to carry for the rest of your life. I'm here today to tell you that you do not have to carry that pain for the rest of your life. And so let's get into this because um, this, uh, and we'll look back at this key scripture because, you know, it's, it's really the, the context of everything that we're saying here this morning is right here in 1 John 5 verse 1. And so we'll start there. It says, everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has been born of God. Okay, let's just stop right there. Who in here believes that Jesus is Christ, right? Okay, well, what does that mean? That means you're everyone. That makes you a child of the living God. It goes on to say right here, it says in verse four, for everyone, are you an everyone? Yes, for everyone who has been born of God overcomes 
the world. Everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world. And so we know today that as a child of God, if you're a child of God, if you raised your hand, the Bible is telling you right here, right now, I'm here to, to point this out to you. The Bible says that you are an overcomer. Regardless of how you feel, regardless of what has happened, you are a child of God and that makes you an overcomer. And so you need to, you need to internalize that. Say it with me. I am an overcomer. Come on, one more time. I am an overcomer. We are an overcomer because we are children of God. And so whether it's trauma, abuse, addiction, something has occurred there is a power, there is a force that is available to us as a believer, as an overcoming child of God to overcome that. And so, so what causes us to overcome and prevail? It's, it's right here. If you just slide right down to verse four, or actually it's the continuation of verse four, it says, this is the victory. Now stop, don't read anymore. This is, I was actually walking out of, out of the garage this morning. This is the victory. This is the victory. I'm walking out and I snapped in my mind. I was like, I remember, how many of you guys played Contra on Nintendo? Anybody in here? Yeah, I heard, yeah. It's like, so, okay, listen. Some of you guys didn't play Contra, so I'm gonna give you a short illustration. Okay, in Contra, you got three guys. That's it, right? You're trying to beat, I think there was 11, 11 uh, uh, you know, levels. And you're trying to beat all of them with three guys. And you have this mindset as a little boy. It's like, man, this is impossible. I can't do this. I can't overcome this, these levels. But then something happened. This is the victory. What was it? Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B, A, select, start. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious as a heart attack. I, you went from having three guys to having 30 guys. And your perspective about the game changed. Instead of just trying to make it to the end with three guys, the next goal that I had was, I'm going to beat this whole game with one guy. I'm not going to use 30 guys, but this is the victory. Up, up, down, down, left, right, BA, select, start. Go home and get Contra and then see if it'll work. I don't know. Okay. This is, how many of you guys want to know what this is? You, how many of you guys want to know what this is? I wanted to know, like, I can remember, this was back in the days where you had to, like, dial somebody up on a phone, and I can remember getting a piece of paper. It's like, okay, what was it again? Up, up, down, down, left, right. I, I was like, what is it? What is it? What is it that will give me, what is the code? What is it that's going to give me this overcoming victory in contra? And that's what this is. You guys are not excited about this. This is the victory, right? Let's, let's read it here. This is the victory that overcomes the world, our faith. Say it with me, our faith. What is, what is this, this? This is the victory, our faith. Your faith, what you believe is the victory. So you're a child of God. And as a child of God, he's made you an overcomer. 
But guess what? There's a step there that this is. What is the victory of being an overcomer in your life? It is your faith, your faith. This is a singular, one thing that I need to overcome this world. One thing that I need to overcome, the list of things that we just got done going through that, that you, you could make a long, long list of all of the things that we face in this world. You could make a long list, but he's saying right here, this one singular thing is what will make you overcome in everything, and that is your faith. And so this is how I think about it. This is how I, I you know, we can really focus on it because we, we have to understand it, and we make, this, we make this mistake that it did not say the one thing was love. Now, I don't, I'm not minimizing love. It did not say that the one thing, if you have joy, you'll overcome. It didn't say joy. It, it didn't say if you have unforg- or, un, or forgiveness that you'll overcome. No, it didn't say that. It didn't say any of those things. It said the one thing that you and I as a child of God have to have in order to overcome, in order to have victory in our lives is our faith. Faith overcomes the world. And so I think I missed one of the points here in your notes for all those that are really, really studious and grab those notes as they came in. See what I did there? It says that God has empowered you as a child of God to overcome the world. That was the very first point for those that were taking notes, and I don't want to minimize those that are not. Just just messing with you. Man, I tell you what, just to rewind a little bit, I tell you what, those Chiefs, those Chiefs uh, comments that I made, I got, man, I didn't get any hate mail, but I got some hate looks, okay? <laughs> wow, I, that was like really sensitive. I didn't realize that we couldn't, you know, joke a little bit, but that's besides the point. So... I don't want to get too, I guess we have some sensitive people in here, and and if you're not taking notes, it's like, listen, I'm just joking, okay? It's just all in good fun. If you don't want to take notes, don't take notes, (laughs) right? Okay, so number one in your notes, God has empowered you as a child of God to overcome the world. And the second point is, is that faith, your faith overcomes the world. We achieve victory. We achieve victory through our faith. No matter what we're facing, no matter what we're going through, no matter what pops up in our life, we, we achieve victory by our faith. We overcome everything in life by what it is that we believe. And so you have to understand the next point in your notes is, is that faith is the victory. Faith is the victory. And so the one thing that will cause us to overcome is our faith. It's so vital that we know what faith is. And, and, and I think that when we have a biblical understanding of what faith is, then, then if we don't have, if we have a skewed uh, biblical view of what faith is, and, wh- and by that I mean uh, maybe your faith has is, is been based or determined on maybe what your parents said or what your mom said. Maybe your mom was very, very spiritual and, and just read the word a lot, uh, a lot, took you to a lot of meetings, took you to church, forced you to go to church, and so they, they, it was her faith and she was doing everything that she could do to, to train you up. But, but, and we talk to our teens about this a lot, that it has to become your own, right? It has to become something that you accept as your own. You begin to live it, you begin to walk it, you begin to talk it. Because if, if you're just living life through your mom's faith or your dad's faith or a friend's faith, it's not your faith right? You're not, you're not firmly persuaded in what it is that God said. You're firmly persuaded in what mom said, 
right? And we can't be firmly persuaded in what mom said. We have to be firmly persuaded in what it is that God has said to our life. And so we have to know what faith is. And one thing that we can do and one thing that we can say is, what is faith not? Well, faith is not a feeling, right? Did you know that? Faith is not a feeling. It's, it's also not an emotion. Now, now, faith will affect your feelings. Faith will affect your emotions. And, and another thing is, is that faith is it's not an attitude. Now, it will affect your attitude because when you begin to understand what your God says to you as a child of God and how it is that you can live and overcome in victory, you operate on a completely different level. I'm here today to tell you that, listen, guys, when we, I was sitting in the car this morning and I just, I, 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 I was waiting on Lauren to come to church and I was like, where is she at? Did she get lost between here and there? But I mean, I'm, I'm sitting in the car and I just about started preaching to myself because I, I was thinking about this, that, that we are, listen, Matthew 6.33 says that to seek first the kingdom of God. Do you know that we are not of this world? We're in this world, but we're not of this world. We're, we live in a completely different kingdom. We live by a different set of rules and regulations. A, a, a way to explain it would be this. In America, there's rules, there's laws, there's things that are set up. But if you were to go to a different country, like say Singapore or something like that, I've heard that they, they are extremely strict. Their laws and regulations are different. And there's Americans that go there and they break the law and, 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 and because why? They're living in a different land, they're living in a different country, there's different rules and regulations that regulate them than America, and they get in trouble. Now, we as believers are called to live in a different kingdom. We're, we're, but, but unfortunately, when it comes to faith, we wanna, we wanna bring it down to the world, the natural level that it's like, okay, faith is just this, this no, no, faith is a force. Faith is, it's how the kingdom of God operates. And so we have to understand that. We have to grasp that. And so it's, a, it's just vital that we know what faith is. It's not a feeling. It's not an emotion. It's not an attitude. You know, when, when I say what faith is, some of you guys are probably think, thinking, well, we've been taught this a long time, that, that we are to walk by faith. Second Corinthians tells us to walk by faith, that, the, that faith is the evidence of things not seen. The, you know, we know that verse. And another one is, is without faith, it's impossible to please God. All of those are great scriptures. But, but they don't tell us really what faith is. They kind of tell us what to do, but they don't tell us what faith is. Romans 3.27 says this, and this is the first point, then really the kind of the first definition of what I want to kind of, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this, but it says right here, where is the boasting then? It's excluded. By what law? Of works? No, but by the law of faith. So number one in your notes, what faith is, faith is a law. It's the law of faith. So within God's kingdom, there is a law, the law of faith. And we have, you know, it, it's there. Whether you want to believe it or not, whether you want to operate and live by it or not, it's there and it's working. It's kind of like gravity, right? If we were to go up on the roof out here today, there is a law of gravity. How many of you guys know that there is a law of gravity? Not one of us that is in here is going to defy the law of gravity. If you jump off of this, I'd say nine out of 10 of you would break your leg, okay? Because why? It's the law of gravity. It's not, it's not, it, and it's, think of it this way. Like, if you were gonna go fly somewhere, okay, there is a law of lift. It's not a theory, it is a law. 
And, 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 and there's not one of us with the, with the right mind that would get on that plane and sit out. Now, there are a few of you that I know, you're a little crazy, so you might. But, but the theory, you would not get on this plane and say, and the, and the, and the guy comes on, the, 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 the pilot comes on, well, we're not real sure how this is gonna go. It's a theory, there is a theory that this plane could fly. There is a theory of lift. And so we just hope to get from point A to point B, right? Not one of us would be on that plane. We would all be getting off of the plane. But there is a law of lift. So every time we sit down on the plane, it's like, listen, there is a law of lift. These wings work, you know, off we go. What about the law of motion? You guys all showed up in a car today, right? Something, I don't know that anybody walked. Maybe somebody walked. But listen, when, you get at, when we get done and we dismiss, you're all gonna go jump in your car. I know some of you guys, you drive like crazy, crazy people crazy fast. I won't point you out or anything like that. You know who you are. But when that car is in motion, right, the two people or three or four people that are in that car are what? In motion, right? This is a law. It's just like when you start to move, everything moves, right? When you push on the brake, everything stops. It's a law. Same thing with faith. It is a law. It does work. The question is, is are we working the law of faith in our lives? And, and, and so we have to understand that it's a law, it works, and, and it will work for us. No matter, you know, and, and when we are facing these, these things in our lives, we can't allow them to be greater than the law of faith. It's like, no, this is the law of faith. He told me that because I'm a child of God, I'm an overcomer. And he told me that this is the victory. This is how I overcome. It is my faith. And this faith is a law and it works in my life. The second thing is this, is found in 2 Corinthians 4.13. And it says, and since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what is written, I believe and therefore I spoke. We also, what? We believe and therefore we speak. One, one guy said that anytime you see therefore in the Bible, you need to see why it's therefore. And what the point is, and Paul is telling them is, is that if you believe something, you're going to speak. And so number two uh, in your notes is, is that faith is, faith is believing and faith is speaking. You have all the faith that you need. The, the Bible tells us that you have been given a measure of faith. And so, you know, I think sometimes we ask this question, well, then why does it seem that so-and-so or someone else in our life, it seems like they have more faith? Well, the reality of it is, is that their faith is just more developed. They're, they're working this law. They're, they, they believe something and they're speaking it. They're walking it out in their lives. And so we have to understand that our faith can be developed. There's two components, and the two components of faith are believing and speaking. And we believe, and therefore we speak. What is, what is believing? Believing is a choice, right? It's a choice. We all have a choice to believe, right? When we were in grade school, there may have been a teacher that said something about you that was cruel, and you, what? You believed it. If they said, you can't do math, or if they said, and you're never gonna be able to read, or they said, you're never gonna amount to anything. What, what happens is, is that we believe that. We think, oh, oh, okay. You know, and we, we, the enemy man, he comes in and just helps us to believe that. And that's what believing is. Some of you guys in here, when you were young, there was somebody in your life that told you that they loved you. Did you believe them? Yeah, you believed them, because we believe. And, and so, 
Believing is a choice. And all God is asking you and I to do is to believe him and what it is that he has said about your life. That's what the word of God is. It's a bunch of promises to you and and all he's asking you to do is just to believe, to have faith that what it is that he said in his word is true over your life. We have to believe it. And, And you know, I'll prove it. And some people are saying, well, I just don't have faith. No, you have faith, okay? How many of you guys have a job? Who has a job in here? Raise your hand if you have a job, right? Okay, you have a job. How many of you guys get paid at the job? Okay, how many of you guys are going to work tomorrow? Anybody in here going to work tomorrow? Many of you guys are going to work tomorrow. But, but you're gonna get paid when? You're gonna get paid at the end of the month, right? Or the middle of the month. But you don't, you don't go to work and say, well, I'm not going to work. I'll believe it when I see it. I'll believe, I'll believe this boss. I will believe it when I see the pile of money. If you put the pile of money under a glass box, I will come to work, I will work hard, I will do it. Does anybody in here do that? No. We have faith. We show up. We, we believe. There's some of you guys, you have bosses that you don't even know. They're in a different state. They might be in a different office if you work for a big company that, that you know, and, and we've heard, we hear all the time where businesses, they go under and people don't get paid, but yet you have enough faith to go to work for a boss that you have never seen and work day after day after day after day. That's faith. And the same thing is true for us as believers. It's like we have to have faith in what it is that he has said. Remember, this is the victory that overcomes. It is our faith. Your faith is your victory. Faith is a law. Faith is what you believe and what you speak. And what you believe and speak will determine defeat or victory. And so this principle of overcoming by faith is illustrated, just, it's just a great, greatly illustrated in Daniel 3. And I want to look at this uh, in the lives of Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You guys remember those guys? In Daniel 3, you guys, you guys should go home and read the whole book of Daniel. It's great. I mean, I was just having a hard time deciding what to pull out of this to talk about in the, in the brief amount of time that I have. But, but, but the thing that you have to realize about Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were that they were Jewish young men and they were living in Judah and then King Nebuchadnezzar came in. He was from uh, uh, the the country of Babylon and they came in and they basically uh, captured all of the young people, all of these people that had potential and they took them away. So here, Daniel, uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, actually that wasn't even their names. Did you know that? that? That wasn't their names. They basically got captured. I don't even want to try and pronounce their names, but they get captured and they get taken by King Nebuchadnezzar to this place and he changes their names. And they, he changed their names to Babylonian names. And what you need to realize is, and listen, I mean, if this isn't like today's world, the day and age that we live in, I mean, it's just crazy because it was a godless culture it was a culture where King Nebuchadnezzar was just, it was, he was self-serving. He wanted to do his own thing. He wanted to rise in power and he wanted to, to be the focus of it all. And so what they did was is that they brought these Jewish boys in and they began to train them for three years. They trained them. What were they doing? They're indoctrinating them day after day after day. What are they trying to do? They're trying to get these kids to, to walk away from what it was that they believed. They're trying to get them to walk away 
from their faith. They're trying to get them to, to take on different names. So what? They, they have a different, you know, uh, well, this is, who, this is my identity. They, they did it through food. They said, hey, eat our food. Why? They're just trying to indoctrinate them. They're trying to get them to come away from the things of God. Man, the same thing is true for us as believers in this world that we live. The enemy, he's trying to get you to accept an, a different identity, an identity that is not of God, an identity that's not even close to what it is that he said about you as a believer. He's trying to get us to partake of the food, the world, the world's food. Why? So that we abandon our faith. We abandon what it is that we believe and know to be true. Because he knows that when we are living and, and we, we get indoctrinated with the world, we're on the world's level. And we stop operating in faith. We stop overcoming in our life. And, and we are subject to all of the things that, that, that are going on in our lives. And so here they are. They're, they're basically there for three years. They're being trained uh, in, in this effort to indoctrinate them and get them to leave uh, behind God. And, uh, and so, you know, what's really crazy is, is that even in the midst of it, they said, listen, these guys, they, they started, I, I don't know if I could do this, but they started feeding them. They, they, they wanted, the king wanted to said, hey, you eat this food. It's going to be great. And Daniel's like, no, we're not going to eat that food. We're going to drink water and we're going to eat vegetables for a very, very, very long time. And he's like, see that we will be healthier. And sure enough, man, after a long time, these guys, these Jewish boys that were eating vegetables and drinking water, I was like, no meat? Really, no meat? Yeah, no meat. They were healthier. And I believe that that was definitely the hand and provision of God because we all need meat, amen? <laughs> wow. And so I'm just laying the groundwork here because I want you guys to see that they were in a time. They were under the rule. Like, it, and so, so when you skip over chapter two and you come to chapter three, you see that, that King Nebuchadnezzar set up this, this statue. It was 90 feet tall. And basically he puts out this, this declaration to all of the people saying, listen, when, when the, floor, the flutes and the tam tambourines and Aaron gets on the drums and all of these things start happening, you're gonna bow down and you're going to, you're gonna worship this, this, this golden statue. And so here they blow the horns and everybody starts bowing down. But listen, Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, these guys, and like, absolutely not. We are not bowing down. We're not bowing down. Can you imagine that? Would you do that? Don't raise your hand. <laughs> I mean, if they put up a, a, a big old statue out here and the government came in and said, hey, you're going to bow down to this. If you don't bow down, we're gonna take your life, or we're gonna throw you in this prison. I'm, there is some definite, it, I think that my, my point in saying this is, is it's a, it, it causes you to self-reflect, right? It causes you to understand, is my, is my faith based in something that somebody told me, or is my faith firmly, I am so firmly persuaded in my God and in his ability to provide, in his ability to come through, in his ability to heal, in his ability to set me free. Is it, is it that or is it something else? That's, that's really the point of it. But these guys, man, they were just unwavering. But think about it. I mean, when, when you put yourself in their position, they had just been captured by this king. 
And, and they were away, they had been taken away and they're away for three years. And you cannot tell me that if you, that was you and you were in that position, that you wouldn't think, God, you know, where, where are you in this? Well, I thought that you'd call, you told me that if I'm a child of God, you called me to be an overcomer. You told me that, that my faith is my victory. Where are you? I, I got captured and here I am in this foreign country. I'm away from family. They're trying to teach me all of these things. I, I, I think that I would have that temptation that, that, that they could have had, but they didn't. They, didn't. they didn't back down. They didn't back down from their faith and what it is that they believe. Look at what it says right here. It says in Daniel 3, 12, it says that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they paid no attention to what it was that, they, that the uh, king said. They refused to serve their gods and they did not worship him. I got in front of myself. I apologize. Number one in your notes is this. Your faith will be challenged. It, absolutely. What it is that you believe when you, when you walk this, this faith life, it is gonna be challenging. This king came in and he challenged what it was that they believed. And, and so, you know, as we just read, they, these guys, they paid no attention. They said, we refuse to do what it is that you're asking us to do. We pay no attention. We refuse. We do not worship. I, when I think about this, I think about the, that their focus remained on God. They, they, they did not surrender their belief. They did not surrender what it was that they knew in their heart to another God. And then finally, who's their, who's their heart belong to? That's really what worship is, is that, Lord, my, my heart belongs to you. And so they remained focused, they didn't surrender, and they continued to worship God. And so, and so we see here that our faith will be challenged, but not only will it be challenged, it will continue on to what it says right here. Just when it, 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 faith is challenged, Daniel 3.14 says, it's true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you refuse to serve my gods and to worship the golden statue. Verse 15 says, I will give you one more chance. Number two, your faith will be threatened. So just when you think, man, that was, that was challenging what they said to me at work the other day. It just challenged me about what it is that I believe. No, it'll be threatened. I was just talking with a guy here a week ago. He was talking about the job that he works on. And he, he said, hey, I need to be at church on Wednesday nights and I need to do this and this is what I got going. And, and everything was really, really good. Every, the job was great. They loved him. He had the hours that he wanted and everything. And then the minute that he said, hey, I need to be at church on Wednesday night, this, this boss, he said, I can make your life miserable. He said, you're gonna do what it is that I tell you to do and, or I'll make your life miserable is essentially what he said because he was, he was making a stand. He's like, listen, I, 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 I'm gonna go. I'm gonna serve God. I, I'm actually involved in this church and I wanna help and I wanna do all these things. And so, so now he, he handled it with discretion and he worked through it and he, he made it known to this boss. He said, listen, I understand. I'll do, I'll do my very best, but I'm, I'm gonna go to church. And, and, and thankfully, the, it all worked out. But the point is, is that what he believed was threatened. And the same thing is true with, with King Nebuchadnezzar. He applied pressure to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And the devil is going to do the same thing in our lives. And, and so it's just, you know, it, we don't have to be afraid of it. 
Because why? We're children of God, and because we're children of God, we're overcomers, right? And this is the victory, our faith. And so when we are operating in this arena, it's like, okay, listen, I'm, my faith's gonna be challenged, I, my faith might even be threatened, but I'm gonna continue to live and walk in, in the things of God. And so, uh, you know, these guys, they, the guys did not back down. Look what it says here in verse uh, 16. It says that we do not need to defend ourselves. In verse 17, it says, if we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God who we serve is able to save us. He will rescue us from your power, O king. So number three is, and we just, we just looked at this, what faith is, faith believes and faith speaks. Right? Faith believes and faith speaks. These guys were like, listen, no, 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 no. We know that our God will do what it is that he has promised. He will protect us. He will uh, um, uh, get us out of this. He will save us. He will rescue us. And he, they didn't back down. They said, king, you can do whatever you want to do. But this, this is what we know. We know that our God will save us. And that's the, that's the mentality that we as believers need to have. What do, what do you believe what do you believe about healing in your life? What do you believe about finances? Or do you believe that, that he's able to save you? Do you believe that he's able to rescue you? Do you be believe that he's able to provide for you? Because when you do, it's like, no matter what comes up, it's like, hey, this is what the word of God says. We looked at it, we looked at it last week, you know, that when the enemy comes, and, and, I, and I know, man, he's gonna, you know, when you start looking at this, and when you start really internalizing what it is, it's like, oh, wait a minute, man, I'm a child of God. And because I'm a child of God, he made me an overcomer. And so there might be things in your life that like the, the Holy Spirit speaking to you right now saying that that thing that you've been dealing with or the challenge that you've been coming up against and it just does not seem to go away. You're, the Holy Spirit's like, he's absolutely right. And, and what it is that you're dealing with can be overcome. You can have victory. And so when you're sitting there, it's like, Huh, okay. Now, I'm, 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 I just wanna forewarn you because when you walk out of the door and you begin to walk this out in your life, the devil, man, he's gonna turn up the heat just like he did with, with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, man. He's like, okay. See, the king, he got ticked. When they said our God is able to save us and deliver us, he got mad and he turned up the heat seven times hotter. He grabbed, he got the strongest men that, that he had to throw these, these boys into that furnace. And the same thing is true in our lives that it's like he's gonna turn the heat up. But, but we know because we're a child of God that we are an overcomer. It doesn't matter if he turns up the heat. It doesn't matter what he brings against us. Man, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. And we looked at that last week that, you know, when, when he comes to us, when the enemy comes into our lives and he turns up the heat and he turns up the pressure, we have to remind him. We have to say, listen, devil, no, man. Colossians 2.15 says that you've been disarmed. You've been made a show of openly triumphing over a minute. And, and we looked at this last Last week, Hebrews 2, 14, all power, all power has been given unto me. Not only that, the power that you have, devil, has been stripped from you. You've been disarmed. You've been made a show of openly triumphing over him in it. And when these, when these scriptures are in you, it leads you to Isaiah 54, which, which we all know, no weapon that's formed against me can prosper. And we just understand that. That is our faith. That is your, your faith. And so no matter what it looks like, 
You are a world overcomer. No matter what, what the enemy throws at you, you are a world overcomer. No matter if the heat gets turned up, you are a world overcomer. And, and our last point is found here in, in Daniel 3.26. And Linda, you can go up. It says that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego stepped out of the fire. And the, uh, these high officers and officials and governors and advisors crowded around them and saw that their, the fire had not touched them. It had not touched them. Not a hair on their head was singed and, and, not, and their clothing was not even scorched. They didn't even smell like smoke. That's the victory. I don't know about you, but that is the victory that overcomes our faith. And so I'm here today to tell you that no matter what you're going through, no matter what challenge you face, you might think to yourself, this is impossible. This cannot be overcome. This cannot be fixed. I can't deal with this. I've been doing, I, this is just the way I am. It's not true. And you don't have to believe that it's true. It's, it is not true. He has given you the power to overcome. And now it might, it, it's, it's a process that you're gonna have to walk out. You may not be perfect, that's okay. It's just one step at a time. One step at a time. I'm walking closer to the victory. I'm, I'm, I'm stepping towards him, right? We, we talked about it last week. He's leading us in victory. He wants to lead you in victory so that you can overcome in life. But as we've looked at today, it is your faith. And if your faith is, it, it seems weak, if it seems small, my encouragement to you today is, is to begin to get into the word of God. Don't just, don't just allow, you know, well, I went to church, I went to church on Wednesday, I went to church on Sunday, to, to determine whether or not you have great faith. Because I'm here today to tell you it won't, it won't strengthen you. What, what the Bible tells us is, is that it's the hearing of God's word that grows us. It's the hearing, the hearing, the hearing, the hearing. Now, now I will take it even a step further that you can't listen to different YouTube people over and over and over and over again. That's not how faith comes. Faith comes by reading it, looking at it, get, getting your little beady eyes on the word of God and seeing what it is. Because I'm telling you that as you do that, he will, he'll bring to light. I, I, you know, I, I encourage you, like get a journal, begin to go to his word and say, Lord, I'm, I need you to show me some things and read his word. And then as you're reading it, just write down that maybe the one scripture, the, the one scripture that, that just really stuck out to you. Because what ends up happening is, is that as you begin to this process of faithfulness day after day after day, man, he, he sees it. He sees your faithfulness, he sees you coming, he sees your desire to wanna to grow and build your faith, and then he begins to speak through the word of God in your life, and you get stronger. And then there'll be moments in your life where, where you'll be up against these challenges and something will bubble up out of you, and it's a scripture. It's like, wow, I didn't even know I knew that scripture. Well, that scripture came months ago when you were sitting in, your, in that chair in your home and you were writing in that journal, and it's like, oh, that's where that came from. And he'll strengthen you because it's your faith. And what it is, it's on the inside of you that's gonna give you the victory. He wants you to have victory. I want you to have victory in your businesses, in your families, in your marriages. And, 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 and I can stand up here and I can, with passion, and, and I can just exert myself. But man, at the end of the day, it's, it's really up to you. You know, when you, when you leave this place, it's really up to you to say, you know, I'm gonna shut, shut this thing off in my life. I'm gonna delete that app in my life. I'm gonna, I'm gonna carve out time 
that, that really is the most important thing I do. Because if you really want the victory that, that 1 John talks about, you're gonna, you're gonna have to begin to strengthen and develop and, 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 and pour your faith into your faith, into you. Because what's on the inside is what's gonna come out on the outside. And a lot of times the, the things that we're dealing with are external, but it's a, it's a heart, it's a heart issue. And that's where faith will fix, it will encourage you, it'll, it'll change the way your heart looks at it and how you view it. It'll strengthen you and uphold you and, and give you what it is that you need, amen? And so today, faith is the victory, amen? And faith is the victory in your life, in your marriage, in your business, and he will come through for you every single time because you're a child of God and he's made you an overcomer, amen? Amen. Well, let's just bow our heads and commit this to the Lord. Father, we just come before you. We're so thankful, so grateful for your word. Our faith in you. You are our salvation. You are our deliverer. You are our healer. You're everything that we need. And that is where our faith is. Our faith is in that and that alone. And Father, we have learned today that it is through that faith that you will cause us to overcome. You will cause us to prevail. And if there's people in here today, Father, I just pray over their life, over their marriage, over their family, Father. And I just ask, Lord, that you would just strengthen them with might. No matter what they're dealing with, Father, I pray that you would just strengthen them in their faith. Father, we know we've all been given a measure of faith. But Father, I pray that you'd strengthen them that as they begin to take those steps, Lord, that you would bring more and more strength, that you'd bring more and more boldness, that they would de depend not on the things of this world, but they would depend on you as their heavenly Father because it is through Jesus that we have victory. And so I just thank you, Lord, that you're giving them wisdom, you're giving them discretion, you're helping them to see what it is they need to see. I thank you that you're giving them strength to, to, to set off and put off the things that they should not be doing in their lives, Lord. And we thank you, Father, for it. And with every head bowed and every eye closed, I just, we just wanna make sure that, that if you're in this place today and you're far from God, today is the day to get back right with him. It's so important, guys. You, you, your heavenly father wants a relationship with you. And so if you're far from him and you've made mistakes today, just with an uplifted hand, I'm not gonna have you come down here, but say, Brian, that's me. I, I, haven't, been, I haven't been hitting it right. I need to do better. If that's you, just say, that's me. Anybody in here? I see that hand. Awesome, awesome. And if you, if you don't know God as your Lord and Savior, if you don't even have a relationship, and a lot of what I've said this morning might just be kind of foreign to you, today is the day that you can make a decision to follow him. You can make a decision to say, I want that. I want to be a child of God. I want to be an overcomer. And so if that's you, and you don't know him as your Lord and Savior, just put up your hand and you can put it right back down. Anybody in here? Anybody at all? Awesome, well, we got one. Thank you, Lord. Let's pray. Father, we just come before you. We thank you, Father, for these responses today. And Father, we thank you that you have seen their heart. You've seen the, the, the response to repenting. And we just thank you, Father God, that you are welcoming them back today in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, for that one person that responded, I, my encouragement to you is, is that we've got a prayer team that's down here, and they want to they pray with you. 
And so if you want to come down uh, uh, during the song that we're about to sing, you can do that. Or you can come down after service is dismissed. They're down here. They'll give you some, some uh, 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 books and some resources to help strengthen you. If you have a prayer request in your life, our prayer team's down here during this song. And so I just encourage you guys, as we sing this last song, just commit what it is that you have heard, what it is that the Holy Spirit has spoken to your heart today. Say, Lord, I receive what it is that you have spoken to me, and I commit to living my life that way. Amen? Amen. Well, let's sing. It'll be great.